Welcome to the Shea Speaks podcast, where together we're going to break the chains. We're going to shatter all of those glass ceilings, and we're going to overcome the obstacles that stand between you and the life that God has called you to live. No longer will you say why you can't rise to the next level of you. I don't know about you, but I love me some girl talk. And if you do, pull up a seat and let's get to it. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Shea Speaks podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. We're almost to our 15th episode, which kind of blows my mind because this is kind of going by really fast. That means 15 weeks of consistent episodes where we get to hang out, have tough conversations, talk about the real, the raw, and lay it all out on the table. And so we're going to keep doing that. And I hope that you guys are enjoying your time here. And I have been loving this, honestly. I didn't really know what to expect when I started creating these episodes, but it's been so incredible just having a space to share my heart with you guys and just to overcome obstacles and face trials and tribulations and overcome and persevere and feel like I'm not doing it by myself or feeling like I'm doing half the things I'm doing for nothing because I know that I'm going to be able to share it with you guys and help other people with my journey. And so with that being said, I want to talk to you guys about the comparison trap today. We're going to have a real and raw conversation about this. So hopefully you feel like you're not alone. And it's something that I feel like is literally a plague. It feels like I can't go one single day without having a conversation about comparison, without seeing someone talk about comparison, without seeing it on TikTok or reels or something about what it feels like to compare yourself to others. And so let's talk about it. Like, do you know that feeling when you get on Instagram and you click the discover page and see all of these beautiful Instagram models and their bikinis and their cute clothes with their boyfriends on trips, traveling in Bora Bora. And you're like, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) I don't look like that. I don't wear that. I don't have hair like that. I don't smile like that. I don't have the money to travel like that. I don't have a boyfriend. I'm single. And you immediately start attacking yourself. You know, when you're scrolling through Facebook and you see that friend from high school that just got married and is having the babies and has all the aesthetically pleasing pictures and you're sitting there like, wow, I am single as heck. Like I couldn't be more single and I'm seeing all these people that I graduated with or I went to college with and they're living their best lives and I'm sitting here wondering what the heck is wrong with me, right? Or when you see that really cute couple at the mall or out when you're shopping and you just look at how happy they are and they're laughing and they look so cute and you're starting to wonder what's wrong with you as to why you're not in a relationship. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you start looking at other relationships wondering what's wrong with yours and why it doesn't look like that and why you don't look as happy as they look and why they have this and you don't. It is a disease. It is literally something that can control your life almost like an addiction. It's something that when you start, you don't stop and it seems like it's a domino effect and it just gets worse. You start comparing one little thing and then before you know it, you're comparing your lifestyles, your journeys, you're changing the way you live, you're changing the way you speak and you've become so far away from who you truly are that you don't even recognize yourself anymore. Because every single thing that you do, you're doing it because you're waiting to compare it to someone else or you're doing it because you're afraid of what someone else is going to think of you because your journey doesn't look like theirs and you start living your life. 
And that's why we're having this conversation because we need to talk about it. This comparison trap is like quicksand that you can't get out of because once you do it, you're stuck in it. And so we're going to get unstuck today. We're going to put on what God says about us and we're going to relinquish this. And I hope, hopefully you feel freed by the end of this podcast because you're like, gosh, Comparison is a full-time job. It truly is. Like if you got paid for it, you'd be freaking rich. That's how much you do it. And it's something that I feel like has even gotten worse just with social media. I feel like without social media, honestly, I say this all the time. If I didn't work from social media, I wouldn't have it because I feel like we forget to live our own lives. We forget to be authentic. We forget to be individual. We forget to be who we are called to be because we're too busy living out someone else's calling for our lives. And it's just not how it should be. And so I think the worst thing about comparison is that it's either going to make you feel less than or more than. And neither one of those are correct. They're not. You're not better than anyone and you're not worse than anyone. You don't lack anything, but you're you're especially not better than everyone else that you're comparing yourself to either. And I want you guys to understand that you are simply just yourself. And that's your stinking superpower. That is what is so incredible is you are you. You're not anybody else. Your fingerprint is not anyone else's for a reason. Your name is uniquely your name because it's yours. The way you look, the way that your hair falls, the way that your eyebrows are, the way that your facial structure is, the way that you are and your personality, the way that you dress, that is you. And as cliche as that sounds, it's the truth and you know it. And the fastest way to kill something that is special to you is to compare it to someone else, to something else, or to something that someone else has. When you start believing the lies that the enemy is instilling in you, that you're not worthy enough, you're not good enough, you don't look like them, you can't be that, you can't be successful, you came from this. Why do you think you can do that? That's stupid. Why would you even think that? It is exhausting. Do you feel me? Like just the constant exhaustion of hearing and listening all of these things and speaking them over your life to the point that you start believing them. You literally let the enemy hang out on your shoulder all day long and tell you all these things as to what you are not instead of listening to the other guy that's on your other shoulder. And that's who created you. That's the one who speaks life over you, who is so proud of you, who beams at the thought of you, of your, of his own creation. God loves you. And I'm going to share all the things that he says about you in the Bible here in a little bit for you to understand the power of who you are. But I want you to truly start thinking about what you're listening to, what you're allowing the enemy to make you believe, what you're watching, right? When I'm on social media, if there's somebody that I like go to and I just don't feel good about it, I don't like the way that it makes me feel, I don't like the way that it makes me think, I simply remove it. I think we have this stigma that like we can't feel bad about that and we just need to keep looking at them because it's going to get better. We're going to be like, "Oh, we're going to we're going to gain something from them. We're going to get better." No. If it doesn't make you feel good, remove it. Stop doing it. Stop putting it in your circle because it's going to make you spiral into all these other things that just are not fact. What I love to do is there are certain people that I follow that inspire me. They make me feel good and they're so much farther beyond me in so many different ways, but I don't compare myself to them because I know that we are not in the same ballpark and that is what they're called to do. That is not what I'm called to do, but that's come with time and that's come with confidence and I've been able to grow. But when it comes to that, I just make sure I follow people that make me feel good and I unfollow people that don't. Simply that's it. If it's a friend of yours, mute their stories. You don't have to unfollow them, but just don't cater to what they're sharing and sit there and sulk and how bad it makes you feel, right? 
And so I want you to start comparing instead of yourself to others. I want you to start comparing your yesterday to today. What can you do better today? How have you grown since last month? Let's look back to years ago. What have you overcome since then? Let's start comparing how we can make our day better tomorrow, how we can grow in ourselves and start doing some inner comparison instead of outer comparison, instead of doing this comparison trap where we're making ourselves feel worse and we're actually going backwards and making no progress when we can start comparing ourselves to ourselves. That's a little bit better. That's where the growth is going to happen. When I think about my business or my podcast or my social media or my relationships, I try to think about when I'm in the moment, how have I grown? What have I done? What have I changed? How have I overcome this situation? What strength have I grown through? I really try to do more reflection on myself than trying to reflect on how much farther my friend is than me and how much more weight so-and-so lost with 75 hard and how much healthier my friend eats than me and how much, you know, it's, oh my gosh, just talking about it makes me just itch because I'm like, it's so freaking exhausting and it's so tiring. And it's like, I just want to live my life. I want to live my life to what God has called me to do, not what other people are doing, not what the my friend wants me to do, not living my life to look exactly like someone else because they look so much happier. Guess what? Social media is a highlight reel. People aren't going to be honest with you about how terrible things are. Their relationship that looks so perfect, yeah, they're probably going through a divorce. Yeah, that person that's lost so much weight, maybe they have an eating disorder. That person that wears the cutest clothes and you just feel like you can't ever look cute because they have the cutest fashion, maybe they're sent to them and they don't even buy them. Whatever it is, you're comparing yourself to only the good parts of their life. And that's why social media is such a toxic place sometimes. It's incredible and has so many benefits. And that's where my income comes from. And I freaking love it. But I also hate it because of how it makes you feel and because of what it does to women and their just their body image and their ability to see who they truly are and feel happy in themselves because they're too busy looking at what everyone else is doing. And it's just not reality. Everyone goes through the same trials, the same tribulations, the same hardships, the same struggles. It's just you don't get to see them because they're behind the doors that are shut. They're not going to share when they're going through the hardest times of their life. They're not going to talk about when they're depressed. They're not going to talk about when they're in a funk. They're not going to talk about when they're gaining weight and their clothes don't fit. Like they're not talking about those things, but it happens to all of us. And it's something that we also have to work on as a, as a group of women, as a group of strong servant women that we have to be willing to talk about the hard stuff too, so that people don't look at us and say, dang, like her life is perfect because it's not. My life is a hot mess. And now I did stop claiming that self over or claiming that over myself because I realized that like, if I say it and speak it, I'm going to believe it. Am I a little bit more of a mess than people that are really put together because I'm not organized? Yeah. Is that just me? Yep. Um, but I own that because that's me. I don't try to be anybody else. I don't try to have myself put together all the time because I know it's just not really a thing for me. But, you know, when I just want you to, I just want you to think about that. Start comparing yourself to yourself and start removing the things that don't make you feel good and understanding that the people that are out there making you feel less than are going through the same things that you're going through. You just can't see it. And sometimes you have to step back and remind yourself they're human too. There is no one out there living a perfect life because a perfect life doesn't exist, but a content life 
does. And so what we need to do is go from comparison to contentment. When you're content with where you are, with your faith, with knowing that you were created in the eyes, in the the mind of the Lord, and he perfectly knitted you in your mother's womb. And when you believe these things over you and you start realizing that you're confident, that you know what you bring to the table, that you are kind, that you are respectful, that you're loving, that you are exactly the way that you're made to be. And you look at all the things you have in your life and you're just content. You're happy. Now, do you want to probably grow a little bit? Do you want to become a little bit more successful? Do you want to have more of this or more of that? Probably you're always going to be working towards things. And I think that's important. But what I think is also important to be content and grateful for what you do have. And when you stop looking for things to fill those voids that you're feeling of not being good enough and not being worthy enough and trying to fill it with other things, I promise you that that contentment is going to come. When you start feeling like you're not pretty enough and you start filling it with things you shouldn't because you think it's going to make you feel better, it's a temporary band-aid for a long-term fix that you're going to have to actually face. You're going to have to face the reality of the things that you feel that you're struggling with, whether that is your confidence, whether that's you feeling like you're never going to be in a relationship, whether that's feeling like you can't have good friends, whether that's feeling like God doesn't want a relationship with you because you're too broken. Those are things that you're feeling unsettled for a reason. I think that's things that God's probably saying, hey, let's work on this. I'm trying to reveal things to you so that we can grow through this, so that we can overcome this and stop trying to shove it away with feeling, filling those voids of looking what other people have and trying to get those things. We're like, oh, she has this. I'm going to go do this, but it's not going to fill that void. It's just a temporary fix. You need to actually truly overcome this obstacle that you're feeling and this wrestling that you feel in your heart Because filling it with what other people have is only going to make you feel worse because you're going to get it and say, dang, why doesn't it feel good? Why why don't I, why am I not as happy as they are with it? Because it's not authentic. It's not what you wanted. It's not how you're actually going to fix these problems and walk through life. And so Galatians 6, 9 says, pay careful attention to your own work. And then you will get satisfaction of a job well done. You don't need to compare yourself to anyone else. That's Galatians 6, 4. And so I want you all to listen to that of pay close attention to your own work, your own business, your own growth, your own success, your own wins, your own happiness, and not what Sally Sue is doing. Because Sally Sue is living her own growth, her own business, her own life, her own relationships. And if you spent half the time comparing yourself to other people that you did comparing yourself to yourself, imagine the growth that you would see. You would spend so much time on how to grow yourself, how to read personal development, how to dive into the word, how to find godly relationships and friendships, how to be happy within your own self and be content with your own life. You're too busy in someone else's business. You can't focus on your own. And so I'm going to read some verses in the Bible that I feel like you need to use as armor. You need the reminder that you're beautiful, that you're valuable, that you're created with Christ within you. And I'm just going to very briefly read just sections of each of these Bible verses. You are altogether beautiful. There is no flaw in you. You are clothed with strength and dignity. You can laugh at the days to come. You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand. You're beloved. You're beautiful. You open your mouth and wisdom flows. You teach kindness with your tongue. Those who look at him are radiant. 
You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Your workmanship is marvelous. You are God's masterpiece. You're created to do good works. Blessed is the one who believes in the Lord. God is within her. She will not fall. The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. I could keep going for days. We could be here for hours and hours upon hours for me to share all the things that God says about you. And you know, it honestly to me feels like when I sit there and compare myself to other people or I'm looking left and right, feeling inadequate or wishing I had what they had, it's almost, and this is what I think about, and it may not be what you think about, but I almost think of it as a slap in the face to God. Because he is sitting here telling me that I'm unique, uniquely made, that I am perfect in his image, that I was made to be Christ-like, that I am beautiful, that I'm valuable, that I'm worthy, that I have his righteousness on my chest like armor. And I'm sitting here telling myself that I'm unworthy, that I'm fat, that I need to lose weight, that I'm so worried about what I look like, that I don't like my smile, that my hair isn't this, that I don't, my skin isn't tan enough. Like there's just so many things that I sit there and I'm like, why do I do that? He's literally looking at me and I imagine him shaking his head just so frustrated with me because he sees me in this way that I can't even imagine how he sees me and I'm over here ripping myself apart. And it's kind of like I want you to think about your most prized possession. Maybe that's your child. Maybe that's your boyfriend. Maybe that's your business. Maybe that's whatever your most prized possession is. Imagining someone ridiculing that. Imagine someone telling your child the things that you tell yourself. It hits a little bit different when you do that. When you think about telling your best friend the things you tell yourself, when you stand in front of the mirror, what do you say? What do you think? What does it look like to you? And you're sitting here saying all these things to yourself. Could you say those to your best friend? Could you stand there and say those things to your mother? Could you stand there and say those things to your own daughter? No. Start walking in bold faith. And know that God uniquely created you to be exactly the way that you are, to live the exact life that you're living, because this is your journey. We have free will. We can do whatever we want with it. Make it count. Don't look back and say, dang, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. I guarantee you when you're 94 on your deathbed and someone looks at you and says, what is your biggest regret? I don't want it to be that you spent so much time hidden behind a swimsuit cover up because you were too afraid to just enjoy the beach or too afraid to post the picture because you were afraid of what other people were going to say about you or spending so much time comparing this business that you've created to someone else's business and not actually fulfilling what this business was supposed to do. Not having having good friendships because you're too busy being jealous of what they have and what you don't have. Don't be that person. Stand bold in your faith. Be confident in the woman that you are and what you are called to do and be content in what you have. Start comparing your yesterday to today and how you personally can get better, how you can get stronger, how you can be more of an inspiration to others and what you can do to live out your calling and stop looking at what everyone else is doing. And I promise you that fulfillment, that contentment, that feeling of just being happy is going to come. I promise. I just want to say thank you so much for listening this week and for hanging out with me. I hope that you took away some golden nuggets that you can apply to your daily life and you're finding the growth that you've been looking for. I know what it's like to be a woman in a world filled with doubt. And I hope that you're finding those things here that can actually help you live out the more that you're called to. If you head on over to my Instagram at Savache, I'm a lot more fun over there. And I know I told you that I'd be your personal hype girl. So you're going to find more hype over there. Click the link in my bio 
bio, there's actually a link called Ask Shay, and that is a space for you to submit any questions that you have for me. And then each week, I'm actually going to select one of those questions and I'm going to answer it on my podcast live for you. And who knows, maybe your question's going to be the lucky one that week. But before you go, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any of our girl talk. Next time, bring your coffee, maybe even your PJs, anything that you need to be extra comfortable because we have a lot to cover here. This is the Shay Speaks podcast, and I cannot wait to continue this conversation here next week.